Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. Big news. The stock market is down substantially. But if we look at interest rates, they are down as well. And keep in mind, yesterday, the Fed not only hiked rates by 50 basis points, but they increased their projections to 5.1%. That That is basically the Fed predicting that they're going to get up to 5.1%. I don't know, 5.1. Why didn't they just go with an even 5%? But uh, that's what they're saying the Fed funds rate will most likely be in 2023. The market has a slightly different opinion. <laughs> Let's go over to CNBC. Early sell-off gains momentum with Dow losing 700 points as recession fears grow on Wall Street. As of right now, it's down about 600, something like that. So we'll have to follow this story throughout the day. But it makes a lot of sense. I mean, all these people that are saying, yeah, the stock market's going to go to the moon because the Fed's going to stop raising interest rates. Yes, yes, yes. Lower rates, lower rates, lower rates. And then they wake up one morning and they're like, wait a minute here. Why would the Fed stop hiking interest rates? Oh, oh yeah, because we're going into an economic recession, if not depression. <laughs> That's not good for stocks. <laughs> it's like this finally dawns on them uh, what the yield curve has been telling us for I mean, months now, months and months and months and months and months. So maybe the market is just waking up to the fact that an economic recession, if not depression, is actually bad for the stock market, <laughs> bad for the economy. And therefore, that would lead you to believe that the bear market, far from over. But we'll have to wait and see. Just a game of probabilities. Stocks fell sharply Thursday after new data showed retail sales fell more than expected in November, raising fears the Federal Reserve relentless interest rate hikes are tipping the economy into recession. Investors absorbed disappointing retail sales report, suggesting inflation is taking a toll on consumers. Yeah, and see, this is why today's whiteboard video, which should be out tonight on the George Gammon channel, is all about deflation. And I'm not predicting deflation. But it's all about understanding that right now, the M2 money supply is going down, down, not up, not even flatline, down. And you say, yeah, George, but oil prices are still high and we have supply shocks and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I get that. I totally get it. <clears throat> and I'm not saying that demand will go down to a level that's low enough to counterbalance the supply disruptions to a point where prices will still go down. But I'm saying it's possible for heaven's sakes. We, we got to think this stuff through. And uh, just because I might believe this entire decade will be inflationary, like the 1940s or 1970s, doesn't mean that I don't think I, that I think there's a zero probability of us actually seeing deflation, not just disinflation, but prices going down. It really all depends. I mean, you can imagine if we have a black swan event or a financial crisis, you're not telling me that prices can't go down for a quarter. I mean, look at the GFC. 
we had prices go down then. So um, it, it, look at the 1940s. We had prices go from 19% to negative two. So it, it's definitely possible. And uh, another thing, this kind of proves this concept that I probably started with Milton Friedman, where you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. So if the money supply and aggregate total is flatlining or going down, even if you have energy prices, as an example, something with very inelastic demand going up, yes, it is true that that's an input to everything else. But it's also true that if the money supply is not increasing, people will most likely have to take those dollars from other areas of spending and allocate them to what they really need, energy, shelter, food. So this goes back to this idea that I've been talking about for quite some time where you where you have deflationary inflation or inflationary deflation, where the price of the stuff you need is going up or staying very high, but the price of the stuff you don't need, uh, the, the price of the stuff you want, like, like retail, going down, restaurants, Macy's, Target, etc. And we see this most likely playing out right here in the numbers with the retail sales falling. Treasury yields declined following Fed policy update. So you would think if the Fed increases interest rates by 50 uh, basis points and comes out and says that we are going to continue to hike all the way to 5%, that the 10-year Treasury would trade up. Uh, down. Not only is it down, but it's at 3.5%. <laughs> so, so think about that. Fed is saying, yeah, we're going to get up to 5%. And the 10-year Treasury saying, oh, really? Well, in that case, I'm going to go right down to 3.5, 150 basis points lower than what you're talking about. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. These moves follow a losing recession, excuse me, a losing session as investors digested the Federal Reserve related comments to, to boost its overnight borrowing rate. And here you go, exactly what I'm talking about. Fed Central Bank said it will continue to hike rates through 2023 and projected that Fed funds will hit a peak higher than expected 5.1%. With Wednesday's half point percentage hike, the target rate now is 4.25 to 4.5, the highest in 15 years. But 
I want to give a big shout out to my good buddy, Mike Maloney, who did a video recently, and I'd highly suggest his YouTube channel, but he did a video recently on not just the interest rate hikes, but the rate at which they've gone up is absolutely off the charts, off the charts, completely unprecedented. In fact, I used this clip from one of his videos in my whiteboard today because he just absolutely nailed it. And he showed a chart of the rate of increase on the yield with the uh, three-month treasury. And it, it was literally off the charts. I mean, it was like you saw all these things going back to like 1920 or these little blips where the yields went up, interest rates went up by like a little spike like that. And then you see the one that we've gone through recently and it's like, it's like this high. I mean, I forgot what it was. It was like 800%. Uh, it, it might even been 8,400%. It was just some astronomical number. It's 8,200%. I have it up on my, my screen right now. So people 8,200%. Yeah. So not, not obviously there you go. Perfect. 88 years. Go ahead and play it, Josh. Oh, ever happened. Can you hear it? Look at this. I can. 8,200, 8,200% change over a year ago. And this one goes all the way back to 1934. So now we have 88 years to compare. Nothing like this has ever happened in the history of the United States. And this has me very, very worried that something is going to break. And I'll show you exactly how horrific the consequences will be this time around. Lehman Brothers, uh, the 2008 global financial crisis, crisis, walk in the park compared to this. So here is the effective Fed funds rate. Look at this. Straight from the man himself, Mike Maloney. So obviously it's not that interest rates went up to 8,200%. It's that the, the percentage increase from where they were was 8,200%. And so, way more debt, especially compared to a yeah. percentage of GDP. Great point. Great point. So getting back to this CNBC article, you can see how uh, or why the market is just kind of waking up from its, I don't know, d- d- from its state of delusion, really where somehow lower interest rates mean that that's good for stocks. Yes, if lower if lower interest rates go down in a vacuum, okay, <laughs> good for stocks. But if they go down as a result of a global financial crisis, then it might not mean stocks are going to go up. And especially when you see the interest rate hikes that Mike is talking about or, or the rate at which they're going up completely, Completely unprecedented. And how does that work when it filters through the entire economy? What does that do to aggregate demand? And when you combine that with the Fed doing quantitative tightening, which puts downward pressure on the money supply, and you combine that with looking at a chart of bank credit or loans issued by banks, and you see that every time we go through a recession, what happens? That goes down. I mean, we've seen this massive spike in M2 money supply. And I talked about it on today's whiteboard video. But you very well could see that the the rate of decline 
uh, just as rapid as the rate of increase that we saw in 2020 and 2021. And obviously, that would not be good for stocks. <laughs> All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.